podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Stretford Paddock. This podcast is sponsored by Surfshark VPN. Now more than ever, our online reliance has been rapidly increasing. We stream our favourite shows, we keep in touch with our loved ones, we even watch podcasts like The Brew. And we like to think our information is safe, but as our online footprint increases, so does our need for proper security. Yeah, Surfshark is a VPN service that protects your information by encrypting all the data that you send through the internet, keeping anyone unwanted from seeing it. Another great reason to use a VPN is because content from different streaming services don't want you to watch everything in every different country. It's a disgrace. There's certain shows for America, certain shows for Canada, certain shows for Mexico, Venezuela, UK, Netherlands. How about you have access to all of them and get access to everything, whether that's Netflix, Amazon Prime, or even football highlights on Twitter. And with Surfshark, you can solve that problem by simply changing your location. Also, if you do go on abroad on holiday and you're in Tenerife and you're in Falaraki, you still want to watch BBC iPlayer, don't you? You still want to watch Premier League football? Change your location back to the UK while you're gone to get access to all of your home comforts. And currently, Surfshark are bringing you genuinely one of the most ridiculously good deals I've ever heard. Use the link in the description and use code PADDOCK, as you can see on the screen there, code PADDOCK, you will get, wait for this, 85% off, which means for something like a couple of quid a month, you can be fully protected. Plus, you get three months for free, and Surfshark also offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. So use the link in the description, promo code PADDOCK, as you can see there, for, again, let me just listen to this, 85% off, three months for free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Jay here for for Paddock. This is The Brew. And there's good news and there's even better news. Mm. The good news is Steve's not here he's in Qatar. And the even better news is Jim from the Slow Readers Club is back as well. I mean, you're so right. double whammy, keeping up the Mancunian just in case anyone was worried yeah. that we were going to have a lack of Mancunians on this podcast. Because I mean, it is not. a bit of a mankoff. But don't worry about it because you're an honorary man, can't you, Mr. Joe Smith? A mankoff. A mankoff. Mm. <laughs> Where are you from, Joe? You know, yeah. <laughs> like a man flu. <laughs> yeah. Where am I from? Yeah. I'm from Worksop, oh, yeah. which is Nottinghamshire. Nottinghamshire, yeah. right. We're sort of in the border of Yorkshire, Derbyshire, Nottinghamshire. Right. That little how, long triangle. You, how long have you lived in the ends now? Oh, you know, sort of a quarter of a 21 years or so. So you've lived here for five years? Seven years. <laughs> seven years you lived in Manchester? Oh, sorry, a third of 21 years, sorry. Right. I don't know why I said it the other way. So, so you've lived in Manchester years. seven years? Yeah. Oh, decent, that. Yeah. Whereabouts yeah. in Manchester have you lived? <sighs> Your Broughtons. <laughs> Yeah, I love this. You know your Dean's Gates, your yeah. Salford Keysers, Ooh. yeah, your Ancoats, your Northern Ooh. Quarters, your Stockports. Right, okay. So well, you moved every year, yeah, because uh, you're up to six there, and you've only been here. Actually, yeah, I think well, I might have lived here eight years. I might have lived here The Nightmare Tenant. Yeah, and I'm, I'm moving to Levenshoom next year. Levy, he's got so. Levenshoom. Hey, that's proper frontline Mancunian. That you've done well there. You know Thank I mean? you. What about you? Where have you lived in that time? That's a good point. Not in that time, but during my life, I've lived in Stratford Eccles, Earlham, Ermston, Partington. Um, I, I lived in Hume for a bit when I got chucked out of my mum's. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were proper like 
South East, uh, South West Manchester. South guy, Manchester's right? my sort yeah, of forte. Yeah, yeah some I'm of not, this is. I have a nosebleed if we go North Manchester. Some no, of it's pretty, me, pretty yeah, West yeah. though, yeah. like Trafford yeah. and Trafford. Eccles is literally Eccles is where I live West now. Manchester, isn't it? Yeah. Um, where where you're North? Yeah. So Ancoats. Yeah. yeah. Mine's, mine's limited. So Ancoats when it was shit. About to say, because yeah. you've lived down coast when it's all right, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was slightly shitter for me being there, but other than yeah. that, it was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Then it was, um, so Ancoats, then Failsworth, this is with my mum and dad when they right. moved us up out of the out of the uh, ghetto. Yeah. Um, and then Moston, and then New Moston. Oh, New Moston is Moston. My mate always says it, and he's right, it's Moston with a bit more grass. Ooh, That's it. What? I, think, I don't know if we no said calories. this last time you were on, Jim, but when I used to be a reporter in Manchester for Kieran on Free, I had a list of a few towns where if there was something going down and they sent you there, you'd be like, oh, no. And I'm not being honest, but Boston was one. Because <laughs> I have been threatened there, knocking on doors. Yeah, I, I remember once knocking on the door in Boston, I've been a shooting. And, um, you know, <laughs> just, just straight away, that's wrong. Do, yeah, there's been a shooting. Been a shooting so I'll knock on some they said, doors. like, go down there and get a reaction. I know it's horrible. You like a prophet. Do you mind? It's just there from Kieran on free. There's been a shooting. And this lad answered the door and I was like, I am for Kieran on free. And he started chatting to me. And then I just heard this, this woman's voice, who the fuck's that? And he went, it's Kieran on free. And she just went, tell him to fuck off. Right? <laughs> right? Salt on the earth. Yeah. So, I'd, anyway, 10 minutes later, I was doing a, a voice recording or whatever down the road and this car pulls up and it's this lad and it must have been the, the, the woman his mum was that you knocking on my door before no. and I was like yeah and she went fucking wait till the lads get home I thought what the hell's that mean <laughs> <laughs> what's that that's yeah. normal yeah and I was like alright don't want to give us a quick interview do you <laughs> like she was gone I was like yeah I'm getting out of here anyway. so you didn't wait till the lads got home no the fuck I got off that's, um, that's good though they're they protecting the man at the end of the day yeah you've got to I put mean, a positive listen, spin on it way of looking yeah. at. Looking think, after to be fair I don't think she needed protecting yeah. Yeah. I no. should have battered me but no there's been a shooting and then someone's knocking at your door yeah you know if she's ringing the kids up to come round and sort him out fair play to her yeah you can't argue with that you know, that's, what, that's what's wrong with Manchester now there's not enough of that community spirit that you no. had back then back then in them <laughs> days community spirit <laughs> community service um, you've got a new album coming out in yeah. February February the 24th so but, great but, but we've announced it uh, this is just a piece of card this is what the album's going to look like Nice, yeah. nice. Can we have a single there? Yeah. There's your camera. There we go, that one there, right? Oh, there yeah. Go. It's called Knowledge, Freedom, Power. Fucking hell, I can't work that out. Um, yeah. yeah, and it worked, but we announced it yesterday, and there's one of the tunes. We've got a tune called Knowledge, Freedom, Power on it, and that's out now. If you want to go and find it on Spotify or Apple Music we've, or wherever you get got, your tunes from. Have we got some links in the description? Yeah. Go yes. and have a look in the description. There's some links in there and you can check out the new tune. And also, is it, are we up for pre-order yet? Can people start? Yeah, you can pre-order yeah. now. Yeah, that's it's out now. But obviously, the, the, it won't be physically out there in the world until the 24th of February. But you can pre-order it now. Yeah. I love this as well, vinyl, man. Vinyl's back now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, man. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you remember when vinyl just went away for about a decade? Yeah. And like, no one had it. And it was like, vinyl, what you Everyone on does vinyl now. now. Well better, isn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah. I think we've done all right here, actually. We've done, what have we done? How many minutes have we done? Seven. We've done seven minutes without talking about the R word, which is pretty good going for this channel recently. Rangnick. Rangnick. Ralph Rangnick. Yeah, Rotterdam. Mark. Rotterdam. Yes, thank you, Rotterdam. You we go. haven't spoke about Rotterdam. Where were you in 1991 when the Cup Winners Cup final? Where did you watch it? I watched it from, Nothing it was a stunning shit. view Nothing from shit. one of my mother's eggs that I what was in at the time. Well, I hadn't been, I was yet to be fertilised, Jay. Oh. So you didn't watch it? 
I know, I watched it. You, do you know what? You I watched fucking, it through, you through a sort of a You're all the same. Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch it because I wasn't born. What yeah, sort yeah. of an excuse That's is that? Proper Call yourself felt... It's not, is it? Hey, do no. you think I used that excuse when I didn't watch the 1909? Yeah, when I didn't watch the Big Bang. What were you? I was just I was just. a sort of a primordial thing. Do you think I didn't get involved? Yeah. Discuss me. Um... What's your favourite moment from the 1991 Cup Winners Cup final? Um, you know, probably the goals. goals. Probably the goals. <laughs> Chucky's goals. Mark Hughes's goals. Probably all. Chucky on the brain because we're doing an event soon with him, aren't we? Yeah, we are. What's that? We're doing an event in Dublin. We're doing a live event, yeah. and we're very excited and a bit nervous because it's our first live event as a channel, and it's going to be me, Joe, Stay, uh, Adam McCullough, and Brian McClare's joining us as nice. well in Dublin, 30th of December. Uh, so go and check out the link in the description for that. But yeah, it's going to be all right, isn't it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So come down and support us if you can. Um, the Ronaldo thing, me and Joe, right? Jim, I'm going to turn to you because me and Great. Joe spoke about this for about a total of 14 hours in the last three days, haven't we? Yeah. It's just been constant. And when you think there's, you know, it's all done, there's another snippet of the interview or there's a reaction yeah. or there's some other drama going on. Just, just go back to the start of it. When you first saw that there was this interview coming out and you first saw the first clip of it, what did you make of it all? Just, I just thought, for fuck's sake. You, know, <laughs> you, don't, yeah. you don't need it, do you? That, no. That's literally what I thought straight away. But um, but then when you try and look at, I've not really watched the full, both of the interviews because I can't stand Piers Morgan. And well just, said, oh, thank you. It does me fucking nothing. But anyway, so I've, I've seen snippets of what he said and I've obviously got the main chips because it's everywhere. You can't fucking avoid no, it, you can, can you? You don't have to watch the video to know what's been said on there. But um, yeah. I watched it and I, and I thought, he, he wants out, you know what I mean? He's, mm. he's, he's had enough. Because you wouldn't do that. And it was the timing of it, so he'd already recorded it. And then it come out straight after, you know, our last game before the World Cup. And he, he knows he's going to be away for so many weeks. But um, some of the things he was saying, you know, I fucking agree with. And then, but I don't like him digging the manager out a bit no. like that. that does, I'm not into that, man. Because I like Tanak. I like, I like what he's, I like his fucking actually and a buzz off him saying please at the end of, any, of the interview as well. But um, yeah, yeah. The, what he says about the Glazers and the facilities and oh, all yeah. that, and like fans have been been saying it for years about Old Trafford when it rains, it fucking leaks and everything like that. All that sort of shit. I'm all for it. I'm all for someone calling it out. Um, but if he would have done all that and maybe not dug the manager out, mm. then I think that's fucking win-win. You, you know what I mean? I, I'm fair play to him, but. I, I, what do you reckon? And do get involved in the chat in the comments, obviously, let us know your thoughts if you've not had enough of sharing your thoughts about this already. Um, you were saying something similar today, weren't you? I mean, yeah. it's, the, it's this tonight thing that I think seems to upset most United fans. Because like you were saying, listen, no one's going to criticise anyone for slagging off the Glazers. We all no. fucking hate them. Mm. But the tonight thing, I'm with you, it just seems unnecessary. That is the word, that's the bit where you can't come back from that. Yeah. Like you can, like you said, we'll all be we'll all be happy for you to talk about the Glazers and all that, and I'm sure he, hopefully he will continue to do it. But when you bring Ten Hag in, it makes everyone go, oh yeah, the reason he's doing this interview is because he's annoyed he's not playing, not because he actually cares exactly. about, that's or if it. he does care about the Glazers and the facilities and all that, which I'm sure he does, because that's still his career and his chance of being successful being hurt by them. Um, but this whole thing looks like sour grapes, doesn't it? Yeah. Like he's gone, I'm not very good anymore, or I'm not playing very well because the manager's not picking me. I don't have the faith of the, of the manager, so let me just go out there and, and take the piss out of him. Because really, 
if you'd have left that, like you said, it would be a great interview. Mm. We'd all be sat here, and it might It'd still be a legendary interview. Well, easily the biggest name in the yeah. squad. Going, the Glazers don't care but again because he's, he's calling his ex-teammates rats, and he's saying that he's not friends with. Uh, Gary Neville and Wayne Rooney and all that like so it just comes across as like Mardi arsed yeah, like yeah. it doesn't feel like a, a, a person who's in control of, the, of all of their emotions it feels like someone that's letting their emotions get the better of them and that just so happens to be basically if you think about it really what he's done is he's just had to go at everything about United the only thing about Manchester United he didn't take the piss out of was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer yeah. but because he's playing him every week. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, he's had to go at Ten Hag. He's had to go at some of his current teammates. He's had to go at his, his former manager, his current manager, the owners, the facilities, the stadium, the training ground, the ethos. He's had to go at everything. And he just so happens to have had to go at the Glazers. But really, I think the point of this was to be mad at the, his current situation, yeah. not because, you know, the, the swimming pool's the same as it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Straight away, though, you touched on it there, Jim, and I'm with you. Is you're on to a bad start when it's Piers Morgan yeah, doing fact. it with. Like, right. that turns off everyone straight away. Like, why are you doing that? He could have just done a video yeah. on his phone yeah. and stuck it on his Instagram. Yeah. And you, you know what I mean? The amount of followers he's got. Yeah. Or got, you know, maybe got an ex-player who he's still friendly with. He gets on with Rio, doesn't he, I think? Or yeah. someone like yeah, that. Gone, yeah, gone Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's other options than fucking Piers Morgan. And then, like, even the, some of the things that he said that you kind of agree with, I feel well unnecessary. The Glazer stuff, yeah, I get all that. But, like, the facilities... Uh, aren't good enough. And again, when I first saw that, I thought, okay, fair enough. But then apparently, Tenag's dealt with that already. Yeah. Well, he's, like, he's in the process of dealing right, with so it. So that's yeah, yeah. almost a mute point because Tenag has yeah. said, like, he agrees with him. These facilities are terrible or whatever. He's, he's ordered that they be... Van Gaal said the same, didn't he, yeah. when he started? And he, he's changed it since, so it's, everything Van isn't the brought same. a few new things yeah, in yeah, as well, yeah. didn't he? Brought, I think he brought in floodlights at Carrington. Yeah. I think it was under Van Gaal that we went to the sort of like a composite hybrid uh, AstroTurf yeah. and, and real grass at Old Trafford as well. Didn't we have what the cameras that? with Van Gaal? Van Gaal, uh, yeah, yeah I think cameras as well. Didn't Jose rip him out on his first day? Yeah, something like that. Because that's another issue. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you're yeah, right, I mean, the facility's not being good enough. Things. I understand, like, it sounds trivial, Tylen's in a swimming pool, but I get that. Because yeah. you think we are Manchester United, we're not Earl and Baths where you go, oh, that's the same Tylen's my dad used to use. Yeah. Like, that, it should be better, but then it's being dealt with the Glazers thing and with him, then it was like a bit of a slide dig you mentioned there, Joe, about he's digged out his teammates. And people go, well, how has he dug out his teammates? Well, when he says, like, when he, he was asked, you know, which young players do you, you know, do you rate or do you think are listening to you or do you what? And he named, like, Delo. Mm. And that was almost it. And he said, it? basically, he said, when I was a young player, I learned from the likes of Keane and Van Nistelrooy and Scholes and, and Ferdinand. It surprises me that current players don't want to do that or something to that yeah, effect. Yeah, basically saying the youngsters don't want to learn from me. Which again, maybe he's right, but but it's such a I mean, it's it might as well be written, it's so strict and unwritten might rule as in well football. Be it might as well be. Because <laughs> but that you don't slag off your current teammates and your current manager. Yeah. Pretty much anything else is fair yeah. game. But that everyone knows that. In the same way that a manager typically doesn't come out and pinpoint specific players and say how shit they were in a match current players don't do that about their teammates or about the manager so it's not like he he doesn't know that it's not like oh well, you know but he's maybe doing it because he knows he's not going to be a current player yeah he's left do, yeah. do you see any way he plays for Manchester United again after this Bearing in mind, that, sorry, bearing in mind that United are currently looking at ways to sack him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 as I we speak, we'll get into that in a minute. Of the yeah. options that are being reported, um, but is there any chance? No, do you I think? just can't see it. It's bit daft, wouldn't it? It's fucking mm. stupid. And I don't mean it be stupid. Like it should be out. You know, I'm one of these fans. Let's fucking march him out of Manchester or whatever. It's just 
for both parties, it's it's sort of obvious that Ten Hag, you know, he's trying to plan for the future and you can't do it. And, and as good as Ronaldo is, don't get me wrong, he's fucking top. But you can't do that with someone who's 37 years old and especially when you want all your team working as a team when Ronaldo is so selfish on the pitch, really. You know, he's a team player, but he just wants to fucking score goals. You know, he wants to break records. You can see it, and he said it in interviews openly. So the manager doesn't really see him in his future plans. Um, Ronaldo wants to play, and the manager's not playing him. So both team, both parties might get what they want in the end. He might be able to leave and then go and play for someone else and maybe get a Champions League team where he can add to a few more goals because he's conscious of Messi catching him up. Mm. And then United can just crack on without him. Because mm. every interview I've seen Tenar get asked, we, we, you know, we could beat a fucking team 10-0. And he'll get asked about Ronaldo and it must mm. be doing his heading. You know, just because he's probably thinking, I want the other players to get a bit of fucking the limelight, whatever. But um, it's, true, it's, true. it's a good point, that. Because and the weird thing is, Darren Lewis, I think, was on... Um, I can't remember what channel he was on, Darren Lewis, who writes for the Mirror. I, I love Darren Lewis, he's a good guy. And he was saying that, you know, if you're watching this, and everyone is watching this, and you're another club, Ronaldo's almost making you not want him. Because yeah. you're looking at it going, do I want to bring that into my dressing room? Because, you know, he's obviously upset, he's slagging everyone off, yeah. he's, he's, you know, he's, he's being very critical of, of everything about the club. And you're looking at it, you're going, his numbers this season ain't great, you know. I think three goals, yep. one in the Premier League, two in the Europa League. He's played over a thousand minutes. I know he's not had as many starts as he's, he'd like, but he has started games. Yeah. He has started quite, you know, I think he started some like eight games or something. So, you know, for a player of his quality, you know, two of his three goals have come against Sheriff. And also not to be, you know, to sort of add insult to injury, but in those games when he's not scoring, he's not a predict he's not a particularly productive player when he's not scoring goals, is he? He's not someone that like Bruno can yeah. do loads in a game but not score. Ericsson the same. Yeah. But Ronaldo's not really like that, is he? No, he, like, he's, you look he's at not really in the game until he's scoring. You, you look at and that, like Rashford has his faults and he should score more goals the yeah. amount of chance he gets. But for the say the Spurs game where he didn't score, he was involved. And he helped apply yeah. so much pressure he, he against did. Spurs for you know, the whole that game. game was was fantastic. Threat, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. played his part in that game. Yeah, and did. yes, he should have scored, but he was part he played his part like you said, Joe. Um but sometimes with Ronnie, you're not seeing that. And also with other players, you know, Marshall, Rashford or whoever, they're twenty odd. Yeah. When you're thirty seven turning 38 in February. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's 37 until he's 38. Um, you know, you're not going to age like fine wine. And it's, he said something on his interview where he's like, it's not like I don't know how to score goals anymore. I'm not disputing that, but physically, any 37-year-old at the highest level, him. doesn't yeah. really happen, does it? And it's not like, you know, doesn't matter how dedicated you are, how, you know, the fact you don't drink alcohol or, you, you know, you don't eat mm. fatty yeah, foods. Yeah. You know, the aging process, the aging process, and I just feel like, as well, the Premier League is probably the toughest league, I think, in the world for a striker that age to play in. Yeah. I think if he went more to... more competition off the other teams, isn't it? It's yeah, not as easy as I it think is. if he went to Serie A or La Liga or, you know, um, the, the the French League or wherever, I'm not saying he'd smash it and score 30 goals or whatever, but I think he'd find it easier than this league. Yeah. I think this league is the hardest and the quickest. Yeah. What are the comments saying, bro? And then we'll get into some more, um, more reaction and stuff. Yeah, we've got a couple of super chats. So CM says Sir Alex Ferguson will not forgive him. I bet he will. I think. I he don't will. think Fergie's asked. No. no. <laughs> I mean, Verma says, "You know, I haven't given a damn about Ten Hag. Uh, has has said any in any of his press conferences apart from Martial is back. 
That's why I like Ten Hag. There you go. Sam Z says, CR7 lacks self-consciousness and self-reflection. The interview wouldn't be that bad 10 years ago, but with his powers waning, he seems delusional. Um, Rico says, send him packing and don't look back. See you, CR7. And Thomas Simpson says, let's not mourn Ronaldo. Absolute, he's been absolutely tossed this season and made the team worse. Sad ending, but good riddance. Crucial, we replace him properly. Awesome end, question mark. Um, that is a good question. We'll get into that in a minute about who we could replace him. We just want to ask you something, Jim, right? It's 2025. Yeah? Yeah, go on. Ronaldo returns to Old Trafford, playing for Sporting Lisbon in the Champions League quarterfinals. Yeah. Yeah. Do you give him a stand innovation? Do you clap him? Do you if, do him? If the Glazers are fucked off, <laughs> then yeah. <laughs> no you pressure I mean? there, Ronnie. <laughs> But yeah. I, no, I, you, I my point fucking, is, I we would. discuss this. Has this tarnished his legacy in your eyes? No, at the end of the day, Roy Keane did the same, but that just wasn't broadcast. But to be fair, with Roy, when I say did the same, is you know the infamous fucking video that no one's really saw. The saw MUTV already. one. It was with MUTV. It went with Piers Morgan, so that, that's <laughs> better. But Roy, Roy Keane was apparently digging out a lot of players yeah. about he wasn't happy with their attitude and everything. But I fucking love him. Yeah. I love him. But yeah. to be fair. I love Raikin more than I love Ronaldo. Just fucking like it, Ronaldo's a better player, but yeah. as a as a sort of a person and, and what he brought to the club, yeah, I think Keane brought more. No, I agree. Um, so, but I would clap him if he's, if he's coming back to if you come back to that, he's playing for fucking Liverpool or City. No, he, he, you know he just no. get it with both barrels. But um, going back to what you said before, like what teams would take him on now he's done all this and burnt his bridges with United. The fact he's done all that, his agent's probably already got him lined up somewhere. Do you, you, do you know what I mean? Because you, you don't burn all them bridges and then go, can I come and yeah, join your maybe, football? Maybe, right. I just wonder whether that club is the calibre of somewhere you'd expect Ronaldo to be going. Because mm. if he, there was talk, they made a big deal, didn't they, about this Saudi Arabian club coming in for him for $300 yeah. million, dollars, whatever it is, or euros. And you think, and he's turned it down, and it's a lot of money and all that, but you think, if you still think you're a top player at the top level, no disrespect to the Saudi Arabian league, but that's nowhere near the top no. level. So, you know, you're not going to want to go there when you've only probably got another 18 months playing at the yeah. sort of any sort of decent or very top level and playing, you know, in a league that's well below that. And I'm just wondering who was out there because you remember in the summer when he made it clear he wanted to move on, I think there was Chelsea. Yeah. There was maybe a little bit of Napoli and Atletico, but not concrete. Bayern Munich have been muted, but I think Oliver Kahn poured some water on that one. Mm. There's not yeah, been yeah. many who've been like, we want him, we're ready to pay his wages or whatever. Yeah. It's always been like, oh, we might be interested in him. Oh, but maybe. he's too expensive yeah. for us. Maybe his wages will change yeah. now, though. That's the point. Because he, maybe he's, he's worried about his, his goal-scoring legacy, his numbers, and he wants yeah. to try and get as m many more top-level goals as he can before he calls it a day. I think part of him thinks, though, if, you th if you're thinking as like an agent and as a player, yeah. the more money you're on... The the, inc the the greater the likelihood the manager will play you, even if you're not playing well. Yeah. If he signs somewhere for 150 grand a week, you can leave him on the bench. It's Whereas if he signs for 500, months. there's a lot more pressure yeah, to play him week in, week out. And I wonder whether he thinks, if I sort of declare myself a an, an asset only worth 100 grand a week, then all of a sudden I've got the same power as, you know, Icardi or you know, a sub basically for PSG or whoever he goes to, a big club. I think in his head, or maybe in everyone's head, if he the fact that he's on 500 grand a week is probably one of the reasons he's still playing for United. Because otherwise, I don't see why we would start him. Do you know what I mean? I think it's his name and his wages is one of the big reasons he's even getting a game at, at it, all. It's weird because he was quite complimentary to Ole. Well, very complimentary to Ole. 
But there was the Everton game, wasn't there, where Ollie dropped him, do you remember? Yeah. And Marshall started. And do you remember there was the bit, he was obviously pissed off. Yeah. And then there was a the thing, there was a footage of Fergie speaking to uh, the UFC fighter, is it Khabib? Yeah. Where he was saying, like, oh, you play yeah, your, best, your best players. Yeah. And it, that, I think Maka was on the overlap, McCullough, who's on this channel. And I think he said at the time, he felt like that was a, t a, a big moment, that, in all his time at United. Like, it felt like, you know, severe under Jose. Yeah, yeah. Where you think, this could be the beginning of something going wrong here. Mm. And I had that same feeling. I remember after the game, I was chatting with my mates and like, I don't think this is going to work out with Oli, you know. Yeah. And I'd always been quite pro Oli and believed in what he was doing. And I thought, this looks like it's all going a bit wrong. It feels like it's going yeah. the wrong way. This feels like one of those, you know, like David Moyes' Fulham game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those games where you go, you know, Van Gaal against Norwich or whatever, where you go, mm. this ain't going to have an happy ending. And it felt like that. And, it, you know, obviously, not long after that, we got battered 5 nil off Liverpool, yeah. which obviously was the fucking, you know, that was the end of that. But, yeah, I feel like even though he was complimentary to Oli, there was a time when he weren't happy with him because he, no, he no, yeah. dropped him for one game. Yeah, and he was storming about everyone. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was obviously fuming and that yeah. didn't happen again. Yeah. And I just feel like there isn't that level of sort of compromise or self-awareness it's just literally if you've got Ronaldo yeah, yeah, it's the fucking Ronaldo show yeah. Yeah. do you know what I mean that's not whether you're he might go to another club though and say pay me 100 grand a week but I play yeah no yeah. you're right and then they'll go right yeah this and, is funny. and then sorry. that's it so you know like you were saying if, you, if you've been giving him half a million pound a week yeah. you've got to play him for that yeah. but if he goes to another club and he gets the same money as Icardi He's, or whoever it is you, he could have that with his agent and say get me 100 grand a week but get me guaranteed game time and I'll take it. I think just looking at some like some of the Champions League clubs and so this here's some of the clubs in the group stages from this year, obviously not guaranteed to be there next year, but play yeah. teams of this calibre that I think he would definitely get a game for. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna go down to Rangers because he's not gonna go to a team of I don't think Rangers. Get eight, one away, but someone like no chance. Uh, Sporting Lisbon, Leverkusen. Maybe not Atletico because of you know the Real Madrid thing, but I won't put it past him. I think he'd yeah. probably still get a game they, for Atletico. At one Atletico point, Madrid. they looked like they were in for him, didn't they? Yeah, and yeah. then someone again from their camp yeah. poured water, and I think it was a director said we don't want him because he doesn't. But he doesn't have. They don't have a prolific goal scorer in the squad no. at the minute. They got Felix, who they're trying to play him as a nine, but he's not quite there. Do you think it matters the, the relationship goals. he's had with the Atletico fans? Because he's. Had I think it does matter, but also I think he's getting. To, there, isn't yeah. I think he's getting to the point where it matters less and less. If they came in for him, I think he would be willing to go. He was going to go to City for fuck's sake. I think if they came in for him, yeah, but yeah. I, don't, I don't think they would. No, maybe not. With you. I, don't, I also think, I know it's a bit unfair, but I don't think he put himself in a shot window against them last season. No, no, he wasn't great, was I he? I think he'd want to play for the club who's in the Champions League now. Maybe. Still. Yeah. Because yeah. it's at least two more games, Frankfurt. isn't it? To, to get some numbers up there. There but might be. There might know. be someone who's willing to do that. I'll be Leipzig, Dortmund. These are all through to the next round. Benfica, obviously, not, probably not going to happen because of sporting connections. Paris Saint-Germain, don't know if yeah. they'd have him, don't know if he'd play, but, you know, they, they're some of the clubs, Club Bruges, that have, that have qualified. It's weird, isn't it? Because I feel like if Ronnie had, even if he'd scored a couple more goals in the Premier League this season, yeah, I think someone, had, either United would be like, come on, or a club would be like, he's still got it. Yeah. I just feel like he's sort of like, not really got going mm. this season and that's when people think is it is he done and it's like you know I think Piers Morgan was, was trying to push that thing or maybe PSG or you know you and Messi or whatever but I don't think they're coming for him I yeah. don't I just feel like people look at I think it's go, got to the point now like with everything and all football it's a fucking business in it at the end of the day 
and he's got how many Instagram followers has he got like 100 and something million 400 and something million right, yeah right so yeah. that's fucking ridiculous so he's <laughs> the most followed person in yeah. on Instagram so everything gets measured now on your social media numbers you'll know it's better than me how many subscribers you've got how many followers you've got how many people you can fucking connect with yeah and it's it's in music as well we, we'd also like nowadays you see bands don't get signed off a tune anymore or they might not get signed off playing a live gig if they do they fucking look at now if you've got a tune out there and a million people have seen it on YouTube and it's gone viral, you'll fucking get a record deal out of it. Because mm. that, that's how shit works now, because they look at it and they go, they've already got a captive audience, we'll cash in on that. And even though it's fucking Ronaldo and it sounds ridiculous and it's football, but he's got half a billion fucking yeah. people who yeah. follow him. That fucking, that power he's got will get him a fucking club. It, it sounds daft, doesn't nah, it? Nah, hey, Because there might be a club out there who go, oh, we shit on, you know, not we shit on social media, but do you know what I mean? We, yeah. we, we're not, people don't see us as a big club, well, blah, we, blah, blah, blah. Is, Let's get him in just to fucking raise our nah, brand. Also, because sense. next thing you know, you can now go to potential sponsors and brands. Exactly. And say, and in the last 12 months, money. we've had X amount of impressions yeah. on Twitter. We can get your uh, brand in front of X many eyes. And if you've got Ronaldo there, especially someone like Sporting, who are a big club, obviously, but... How many followers has Sporting Lisbon got? Let me have a look. That's a good, it's a good point because, you know, even when he came to United, apparently he put 100 odd yeah, million yeah. on the on value United. of the club. Yeah, yeah. Broke the record of shirt sales in a day. Like, there was more shirt sales that day than has ever been in any club's history. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he obviously brought in a load of revenue. And like you're saying, and this is United who've already got a massive following. Yeah. You go to somewhere like no disrespect to them, sorry, go on. Put Sporting, who have got 1.3 million followers on Instagram, he's got 497 That's million. That's fucking ridiculous. You're telling it? me they wouldn't want, like you're saying, a so, sponsor. To be fair, to though, of his 497 million, about 12 of them are bots. Oh, no, that's a good <laughs> so, just, so they're not yeah. buying anything. Yeah, but yeah. Sporting Lisbon, like you said, can it's now say, not. you know, we're, we're probably going to be able to get an extra. 20, 50, 70, 100, yeah. 200% on any potential yeah. deal yeah. for the next 12 months because yeah. Ronaldo's was there. It, so was that point. thing where he moved the, was it the Coke ball? Of yeah, the yeah. press conference. And yeah. he was saying that affected the stock price of Coke. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like people like, got like, water, he got yeah. a bottle of water, And everyone's like, I don't want Coke anymore. And it was like, Coke prices went down. And maybe that's why I gave a little plug to it the other day, I don't know. But yeah, it's like, that is a very powerful player. And also, he could. Even if in the World Cup, he scores a couple of goals which you can do in a World Cup without being at the very top of, you know, the footballing sort of elite yeah. football, you know. That could make people, you know what? Yeah, still, still got, got it. it. Still, you know, the attention he'll get if he does that, everyone going, you know what, look at the media stuff. And that's a sort of... His value will get him a fucking is club. Isn't His value. Look at, look at, at Napoli are a fucking top team. When you look at them and you watch them and, and everything. But I think Napoli, I think Maradona straight yeah. away. And what he did for that club... And I'm not saying Ronaldo is, is Maradona. I personally think Maradona's the best fucking player ever. But when Maradona went there, that was like f fucking completely out of the blue. Mm. And that put that club on the map. So there might be a club out there who go, we're sort of on the map. We want to be more on the fucking social media map. This is how pathetic it yeah. is. Mm. Let's fucking get him in. And, and really, they're signing him for his appeal, not necessarily for the fact that he can bang goals in. Yeah, Do you know what nah, I, mean? I hear. It. Have you seen the documentary Maradona? Yeah, it's for, I've fucking mate, brilliant. I've met him. Have you? Yeah. I'm, really? Listen, I'll, I'll start fucking filling up about it if I tell the story. I'm sure I've told the story somewhere. Not some somewhere not <laughs> he played our boys now. Am I like going off on a tangent? Yeah, you've been on this channel before, especially right. on this podcast. Yeah. If you remember a few years ago, he was playing that UNICEF fucking game at Old Trafford. I was at that game. Right. So 
I jibbed into that game pretending I was a fucking news reporter. So I was in, I was in like the, the posh seat sort of thing. I love and that um, charity game jibbed in nice. Yeah, yeah, I know it's it's bad. Isn't it? <laughs> it's I've right. still got I've still got my bag with mis, with all the gear in and all that in in the loft in our house. So, but I've gone. What I said to donators to fail. Well, I, I saw that Maradona was going to play, and I said to me, my missus at the time, she was my girlfriend, she's my wife now. I said, look, I'm going to this fucking game. So she said, you've never been interested in any fucking charity games and all that, you know, because it's just United or nothing for me. Yeah. I said, I don't know where Maradona's going to be in fucking, literally, within five miles of our house again. So I'm going to the I game. I the way you were in there. So, um, anyways, gone down the game, watched it, <laughs> and then he's played and all that, and then about about five minutes before, he'd, he'd been subbed off before the end. Yeah. And then about five minutes before the end, I thought, fuck this, I stood up, I've gone. So I've gone to where, you know, the players come in and on the, on the corner in yeah. Old Trafford. So I've seen him walking out. There's a lot of young kids around there, you know, yeah. looking for fucking Robbie Williams' signature yeah, and all yeah. that. So I've seen him come out and he's got straight into a people carrier. But then is everyone, this is outside, this old, is outside traffic, old traffic. Okay. The game's finished and all that. Right. But I've gone early to make sure I could see who's coming out. The game's finished, blah, blah, blah. And I've clocked him. But there's two big UNICEF sort of branded coaches there for like the, you know, the football teams and everything. Yeah. So he's gone into a people carrier. He's not got on them fucking coaches with everyone else and all the celebrities and all of that. Course. But I knew they would go to the Lowry Hotel because that's where they, everyone goes to the Lowry Hotel. So I'd parked something, I had an old Volkswagen Golf, I'd parked it near the cricket ground. If I tried running it now, I'd be fucking die. I'd sprinted all the way down to the cricket ground, jumped into my car, and I just shot straight across to the Lowry. Done a couple of red lights and all that because I'm thinking <laughs> I need to get there before these cars got there. Yeah. So I've got yeah. down, got down to Lowry. I've dumped my car fast. like it's been nicked. Honestly, just still rolling as you get out of it. It, it. Literally, it looked like it had been nicked. It's that bus stop just outside and I've the ran, hotel. And as I've ran, because the Lowry's like it's blocked off. You can't see the yeah. hotel, you know, from the front because there's big flats at the apartments around it. So as I've as I've got there, I've seen the um, the buses. So the, the UNICEF buses and all like with all the other celebrities on and everything. They've parked up. So I'm sort of running down the street. And, you know, these fucking Jonathan Wilkes getting off the bus and Robbie Jamie Williams Feakston and all, all, all them. Loads of fucking people around yeah. this bus, right? I'm just thinking, what the fuck? Like, Maradona's in town and you, you're waiting for fucking Robbie Williams. And with that, his fucking people carry pulls up right outside the front. So I just thought, right, this is it. And I've gone down with, I had a T-shirt on under my hood there, and it's just Maradona's head on it. Just a picture of Maradona's head. I've got it framed now. And... Uh, so I've ran up, I'm running down, I've fucking whipped my jumper off like that, just slung my fucking jumper yeah, on. I've yeah. got a black mar uh, marker pen. I'm running up that, so I've got Diego, Diego. And he's turned around, he's got a fucking cigar, it must be that big, in his mouth. And he's with a bouncer who's easily, easily six and a half foot, massive. And, but Maradona's tiny. Yeah, yeah. So I've ran up the steps of the Laura. So I said, Diego and this bouncer just lift, literally fucking lifted me <laughs> off the floor like that. So I've gone, no, no, not that. And I'm showing him my fucking T-shirt with yeah. his face on it. And then he said to his bouncer, put him down, put him down. And then he's come up to me. I won't grab you, but he's grabbed my cheeks like this. He's done that to him and then he's gone and slapped me on the cheeks. Took me marker off because I had it in my hand like that. And he signed me, his head on my T-shirt. And then he's, he's put his cigar back in his mouth. And then he's just winked at me and walked in. I never had a picture because I didn't have my phone. I'd left it in my car. And he's walked in. And then as he's walked in, some other kids, when I say kids, some of my age has come running with an Argentina top. Like I'm in my fucking 20s or something like that. He's come running with an Argentina top. And I've given me pen and like Maradona's, 
Maradona sort of gripped hold of him, signed his shirt, and then he's just walked in. And I've stood there. I've got me fucking Diego's face on my finger, and then this lad's got his Argentina top on. And we've looked at each other. Started crying. The pair I of us, blame you. like hugging each other. It's yeah. pathetic. Nah, like, it's I've got home and told me, "Message that you sad bastard." <laughs> and we, started, we started crying, and we're there in each other's arms. I'm, I'm fucking sobbing. Yeah. I'm so like, it's like me fucking dogs died. I'm sobbing my fucking heart out that I met Diego Maradona, and then he's sort of gone in his way. This lad he was with his missus, and I've walked back and I've sat in my fucking car that like I've, I've just dumped, and fucking start break down again, crying my fucking eyes out because I've got. He's, he's touched my T-shirt, he's signed it, I've met him, he's fucking grabbed my cheeks and slapped him on the side. And he's had a big cigar, and it's just like, I, I'm, I'm fucking waffling now, you can see Nah, it. no, that I is one of the best stories ever. That I've got is a, amazing. That is so good. I've got home, I've got the T-shirt, it's never been fucking washed, I've never worn it since. I had it framed in, a, in this big black frame, and I just keep it on the fucking wall next to, I've got a signed Paul Scholes t-shirt as well. But that Maradona, I'll never, even if it was fucking living on the streets, <laughs> it would be fucking next to me. I would never sell it. That's so that. good. I love that. That, 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 is, that is a story. fucking... Send out a sense story, that Jim. Honestly, true story. You went through the mill there to get that. I love no, the fact no, that you've been to a UNICEF game as well. Oh no, it's terrible. You started crying after you met Jim Davidson, didn't you? The funny thing was though, we was at that game, right? Me and our kid went. And one of the reasons we went was to see Maradona. Yeah. Not asked about all the others. And um, he was getting booed near us. And our kid, right? I know our kid, I remember. He was, this was about, when was this about 10, 15 years ago, wasn't it? Why was he getting booed? Because of the Ambarber in England and all that. Come on, it's 30 years ago. And our kid, when he, especially, I don't know if he's had a beard or whatever, but he can be a bit mouthy. So he just started like kicking off with people. These fucking knobheads. Booing yeah. Maradona, get a grip of your life, you fucking idiots, and all this, right? And there's kids and all that. I'm like, it's right, fucking though. It's right. Out? Fucking, what's the matter with you? And he's like, it's fucking pathetic. You're watching one of the greatest players of all time. You've got fucking knobheads booing him. It's fucking You just go to penalty right. against Jamie Featston. Get a fucking grip. <laughs> and I'm like, right, all right, chill out. <laughs> but I got it, because it was sad. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't wait to watch him out. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? He is, that's why for me I to went. Go, like, that's why I'm not just saying this because we had a row with Ronnie, but Maradona, I've always thought when I was a kid, he was just like, yeah. so I'm with you when you were, and I'm buzzing that you did all those things to get his, his oh, autograph mate. as well. I wouldn't have done it for that anyone else. Men, yeah, brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely Everything, running red lights, jibbing in, running red lights, dumping your car. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Dodging bounces, whatever you had to do. That is just phenomenal. Like, brilliant. Who's the best, what's the best celebrity encounter you've ever had? The Cantona one, obviously. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. Yeah. Well, did you have you interviewed yeah, him on chat? Ah, proper. When, tell him the yeah. story. Go on. And I've, you I've can tell everyone. I'll fucking the show tell it again. again. So, um, <laughs> we, my ex girlfriend had worked with Cantonal before on like a, they'd filmed like a video. She worked for Paddy Power and they yeah. filmed a video with Cantonal. And then about two years later, last year or the year before, uh, he was in Manchester filming all stuff on the, uh, was it Peveril of the Peak, one of it? it was yeah, yeah, he went to yeah. school and filmed something as well. Yeah. yeah, and it was all set off like a Nike advert or something like that. Um, but she said, like, you know, we've, I've got his brother's number, Joel, I think it is. Yeah, Joel, yeah. Um, and he's, he's just texting, you know, if you're in town, we should we should go out for a drink or whatever, like, you know, all of us. And she's like, oh, and I was like, can I come? <laughs> and she's like, well, I mean, obviously I'll try, but I don't know. I was like, yeah. And then she says, like, can my boyfriend come? Like, it was some little, can my kid come or something? <laughs> uh, but he says, yeah, of course, yeah. So we went to meet him at his hotel, and just the four of us just shared a bottle of wine. Really? And just sat around this this table in the hotel just chatting about United and 
France and wine and football and okay, no, just that, all that's sorts a proper like meeting. Yeah, yeah. Literally like, like two hours with him just sat that. chatting him to his brother who's asking about us, what do we do and all this stuff and just yeah, just the best. So you've not met life. him. You fucking sat down. I, yeah, and had, 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 had a heart to heart with him. Yeah, and he, he, yeah. we, I remember we've got that's group, another level. We've that. got a group chat all, like, all us like from the channel. And I remember being in bed and you, my phone went and I looked and it was you. Yeah. And you just went in the group like I just spent the night with Eddie Cannon. Yeah. And we were like, what? Fucking and it was just like, yeah, fucking one of the greatest nights ever. It's genuinely amazing. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously it was amazing because he's the one for me of probably of a similar age to sort of legend ratio as you had with Maradona. Yeah. Like, what was it, 86 at his peak? You yeah, were six. six Same yeah. with me. Mar uh, Ronaldo, fucking hell, Cantona. Yeah. What is he, is he at his peak, sort of 94, 95, 96? That's when I'm three, four, five, six years old. Yeah. Like, remember how much my dad loved him, having, yeah. like, the Cantona wall chart in my room. Like, he was almost above football because I never really saw him play. Yeah. I just remember how he made me feel because, through my dad almost. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was my connection to United anyway because my dad being a United fan. So he was like above football. He was just this god rather than a, a real man or someone that you, you know. So to meet him, just chat with him and just him. It's just, he, and he's exactly like you want him to be as really? well. It's just, it's some, that's the risk, isn't it, so, sometimes? Yeah, yeah, no, you see him and it might be a knobhead. Yeah. So calm, yeah. so controlled, so composed, just not many words but he, he chats and asks you about you and he's not up his own arse or you no, know like uh, above everything he's 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 with you and he's fucking brilliant he's oh, so that good is, that's, it's exactly what you think he'd be like amazing every answer is just the right amount of words oh, my no God. matter what you ask him really? mate, so that good. gets me there that, mate. Yeah, that when you that. told me and I was like and I think Steele someone said didn't it? you get a picture with him and you were like no because I didn't want to no, yeah, he's having a beer with him I tell you what I did though I rang my dad straight after obviously I rang him up till we were about at the door of the hotel hung up and then rang him as soon as we got back out again like and he was like write notes write it all down so I've got the notes of like what we chatted about I don't need to read them out I've literally got them saved because I was like, he's like, you'll forget. He's like, you'll be able to look back at that and then that'll remind you yeah, of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. But I've literally got the notes of what we sat and chatted about with Eric Anton and his brother. That for is fucking top that. Amazing. Yeah. What about you, Jay? What's your um, top celeb encounter? I met Richie Delight in Clinton Cards once. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Did oh, you really? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah and I got him that. to sign my mum and dad's anniversary. Did you? And I remember mum going, who the fuck? Who the fuck's Richard? <laughs> uh, but he was a lovely lad. I'm not being horrible. Uh, but interviewing Fergie, obviously, was yeah. for me. Uh, was, yeah. Uh, a prem uh, his, um, his documentary premiere. What happened was my old radio boss, when he used to work in radio, the editor, Michelle Livesey, who used to work for a radio station, said, she said, uh, might have something for you here. Don't want to get your hopes up, but we might have, have uh, an interview with Fergie, some time with Fergie on, his, on the red carpet. The, with the reporter, uh, Tom, she said, so if, you, if I can get it sorted, get you accredited, you can split the interview with him, so he'll have a couple of questions, yeah. and you can have a couple of questions. I was like, oh my God, right. So I didn't say anything, because it was like, obviously I'm nervous, and I'm like, is this gonna happen? Is it gonna fall through? And I was like, and I said to her, you know, obviously, if we get it, I'm gonna use it for the channel. She's like, yeah, that's fine. But it was all COVID as well, so we had yeah, to yeah. tests, and he's obviously not been well. And um, we got there, and red carpet, and then he comes along, and I said to Tom, I said, obviously, because it's like, it was their interview first. I said, and Tom said, listen, I've got two questions. And he said, and then you can have, we had four minutes with him. Yeah. He said, you can have the fucking rest. So we asked him about, he said, oh, you know, about, he said he had a hemorrhage, his brain hemorrhage. Yeah, yeah. And um, he asked him about that. And then at, at one point, it looked like Fergie was annoyed when he asked him, but he hadn't, he just hadn't heard him. Mm. And then he answered that and he answered something else. And then, you know, it was my turn. And I was just like, I asked him about the 1991 Cup in his cup. I asked him a few other questions, but you're having that moment. There was a bit when he laughed. 
I was like, I had a little joke yeah. with him, and he just stood there thinking, I'm having a fucking laugh with Alex Ferguson. That's ridiculous. Like, this is like, you know, no offense to my kids, this is the best moment of my life. Yeah, easy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, easily, yeah. Not even, yeah. not even a debate. No, no. And, um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. And then the great thing about it was obviously, I was so nervous and like, but, you know, enjoyed it and that. But then, you know, you got to watch it and I was like, fucking hell, do you know what I mean? It was, because I'd done press conferences before. Yeah. With, mm -hmm. with Fergie when I was in radio, but I'd always been at the back. Yeah, I'd yeah. Been told, don't bother asking a question because we didn't need, like, we, you know, yeah. we were just like, you just record it. You don't need to try and put your hand up and get involved. So it wasn't the same and I'd obviously been at games and stuff, but yeah, to just sort of have that. Have you still direction. got that on video then? It's on the, it's channel. the channel. Yeah. It's on the channel, yeah. How, was, how tall is he? I don't, he's roughly, is he's, I don't know because it was weird the way we were, we were on like a I don't know if we were on a raised bit but it felt like they were slightly lower because right. I think we were just on like a bit of I'd be like shitting me yeah. if, I, if yeah. I had the chance to speak to him that, I would especially with it being a professional thing where you have to perform when Tom yeah. Yeah. Tom the reporter said you know it's, it's, yeah, I can't remember the question it was something like you know how are you feeling after the hemorrhage how are you recovering and he went and he saw it looked like he was scowling yeah. and for that split second I thought oh my god he's pissed him off but That's he, it, he, yeah, it? but he couldn't hear him. And he said, after the what, sorry, and he said the hemorrhage, and obviously he talks about the hemorrhage in the documentary, it's not yeah. fucking secret. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah. And he was just chatting. And it was just, yeah, and it was just fucking class. Honestly, it was. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be able to ask the fucking question because I'd shit my pants. Yeah, I was mega I'd have nervous. to have it written down, I think. Because if, if he turned around, then, you know, That's like you've seen him in loads of press conferences where he's, he's flipped at someone. Yeah. yeah. And then if if I asked him something and he did that to me, you, I'd it, be you, you done, aren't you? devastated. You've done, like, I remember. I'd just once, be devastated. Yeah. But you remember Bob Wilson, he's played for Arsenal? Yeah, the kick goaler. Yeah. He did a charity thing where he was cycling across, across Britain to raise money for cancer awareness or whatever. And he, I was interviewing him at Old Trafford. He said he's going to be at Old Trafford before the United game in the reception. He'll interview you because what, with our radio station, even though it was local, we could use it because it was at Old Trafford, but we share it with other stations. Yeah. So we've got Bob Wilson, ex uh, Arsenal goalkeeper. He's doing his campaign. So I went and interviewed him. I sat with him like me and you are. And Fergie's walked in to come and meet him. And Fergie's just like sat there. And really? then obviously them two started. And I'm just like, ah. Yeah. And I didn't say, you know, even, oh, Sir Alex, can I just get yeah, yeah, yeah. a quick word on what Bob Wilson's doing? And he, I should have done, really, because he might have just gone, oh, yeah, but I, thought, I don't want to fucking yeah. test. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. in case he goes, no. Gives you the air That's dryer. my encounter. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, I, I, and I, you've remembered that. And, honestly, and that's I'm just devastated up, forever. Yeah, like, yeah. That's ruined my life. So I just thought, I'm not going to say anything. And I just sort of sat there waiting till he'd gone. Because it was obviously it was just before a game as well. Yeah, like, yeah. So I thought he might be in a bit of a rush, which he was. And then I carried on my interview. But yeah, it was fucking crazy. Just, just uh, on these notes that I took, I don't want to be able to read them, but they're, they're the notes of the... They're your cancer notes. Yeah. So there's like, he likes Ole, he's a few different bits, you know, about talking about Kobe because this was 2021. Uh, he's talking about how his brother played for Rochdale in the 90s. I remember his brother, yeah. at, I think he was at Stockport as well, I think, for yeah. a little while. Yeah, I remember Joel. There's loads of like different, 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 different. And then the last bit, just two words, Eric paid. That was the last <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> he, got us the, he got the drinks. Did he? Yeah. That's so good, man. Honestly. I offered as well. I was like, yeah. it basically was like, I'm Eric Cantona, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't need you to pay for this, but thank you. And it was, it was nice. That is, that is minute. Have we got, because we're going to have to wrap up in a minute. Before yes. we wrap up, you can do the comments. Before we do that, talk about the album that's out in February. Have we got it here? Um, Knowledge, Freedom, Power. Yeah, man. By the Slow Readers Club. There's a link in the description so you can check out the song you pre-order as well, can't you? For the yeah, album. you can pre-order it, yeah, and yeah, on vinyl, CD, whatever. And, yeah. um, but there is one of the tunes which is called Knowledge, Freedom, Power. It's out now on Apple Music, Spotify. There's a video on YouTube, whatever. 
Yeah. Just go check it out. Nice. Go and check them out. Go and have a look at the link in the description. Go and check out some of the songs as well. It's a top band. We love having you on. Nice one. Um, yeah, and Steve loves going to your concerts, even though your gigs, even though you only last about three minutes. Yeah, yeah. But usually the first song is the best one. He didn't make that. the first song yeah. last time, did he? Scrappy. He, he has promised to come, fighting has promised to come back. Fighting and Because I was there as well. He was there with I think he'd just come out. <laughs> As we got kicked out, but for those three or four seconds, it we was were brilliant. Really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it was yeah. really good. Well, that's, it's your own fault going out with Stephen Allison. Uh, go on, get in some of the chats before we wrap up. Uh, yeah, Bitchoy Rizek says, I've watched both interviews many times, and I don't think people at this channel understand what Ronnie was really trying to say. Read between the lines. My question to you, Jay, would be, should we have to read between the lines? I can barely read on the lines, interview? to be honest with you, let alone between the lines. Um, listen, we've said it, and we've all said it. Some of the things, anti-glazer stuff, yep, I'm about that. Um, facilities, I understand it. Yep. It was the Ten Hag thing, man. I don't, I don't think that helps Manchester United. No. I don't think that's my issue with it. I don't think saying you don't respect the manager, saying the manager doesn't respect you, helps Manchester United. And also, I don't think it's necessarily true. It I sort think, of supersedes the other stuff yeah. you said. Yeah. And, and it, it, the focus isn't on the Glazer stuff, it's no. on his, his beef with Ten yeah. If he'd have said... That's you know, the problem, in it? Yeah, thank you. If he'd have just said that was the main bit of the, the Glazer stuff, we'd all be like, you know what, he's got a point, yeah, fair enough. But the Ten Hag stuff, it, it's just a little bit disappointing for me. And I think, you know, Ten Hag brought him back into the team after what he did against Spurs, which was out of order. Brought him back to the team, made him captain. Mm. I don't think there is an issue there where Tanag hasn't shown Ronaldo respect. Even if you're giving him like a sort of three strikes and you're out policy, he left halfway through at Vallecano. He refused to come on a sub and left it against Spurs. You've done this interview, you're gone. Like it's mm, not, yeah. he, he can't say he's not giving him chances or he's even, you know, I, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors, obviously. But in terms of the public response to things we know Ronaldo has done, yeah. Three, three strikes and you're out. That's it. Do you reckon it is it, United? Do you reckon it is like you've had your verbal, mm -hmm. second verbal, yeah. now it's your written, now you're off. Yeah. Two, two weeks wages. Two weeks wages. You know the dance. Yeah. I yeah. Hope so. Don't act like you two didn't know that. Two weeks wages genuinely is the United's maximum punishment. Did you know that? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's actually two weeks wages is what they're saying is the maximum they can find him was like 900 grand. Right. I think Isn't it is that a PFA thing now? Maybe it is, yeah. I but think if you do, I think I might be wrong. I'm sure I read somewhere like, Clubs, if they do more, like they do more than two weeks, yeah, they the PFA have got a limit of summer because you could just because it's just it's, it's employment, British yeah, employment law. Isn't I don't it? know. There was some. I remember when John Terry got fined off Chelsea for the the. I was going to say racism, but it was racism, like the racism against uh, Anton Ferdinand. Mm. Um, I think he got fined two weeks. That was the maximum they could give him or yeah. something. And everyone was kicking off saying it should have been more. I think so. Anyway, um, go on. Any more super chats before we wrap up? Or any more com chats before we wrap up? Um, Yes, we've got a few people telling their sort of celebrity meetings. Come on, let's stories. have a few then before we go. You're not in a rush, are you, Jim? No, 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 no. Come on. Um, Timothy Arnold, you're yeah. going to have to explain who some of these names Go are. Go on. Uh, I was sat in George Eastham's yard having a barbecue with all of the old Stoke City team in 1976. Quality. Yeah. Eh? Telling me how George Eastham scored the winning goal. Against Gordon Leeds. Banks was sitting next to me. Yeah. What a gent. Was that when they beat Leeds, I think, Stoke? Yeah, Did they? I, I think that. they beat Leeds That's in the final. Great. Wasn't that the one where Don Revy tried to bribe the, the Stoke manager? Oh, I hope so. And, you know, and he's having none of it and they beat him. I think so. Get involved in the chat in the comments if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, go on, I bet, I bet Gordon Banks is great at barbecue as well because you can just frisbee the burger to him. Yeah, you know, catch yeah, it. Catching everything, you know he's, catching he's not uh, parrying anything. No, Back no, in those no, days no. when goalies were goalies, you know yeah. what I mean? gloves on even. You meet dirty, it's a clean hand. Do you reckon he has the bombs in his hand and he's just... Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. dashing burgers at him and he's like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. If you hey. throw that to a modern goalie, they're parrying the, the burger. Pa yeah, the they're floor. pushing it over and over the fence. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. doing there, my burger? It's they embarrassing, can. isn't it? Yeah. Um, Music Ali says, my celebrity meeting was Roger Federer when I was 10 in Dubai. 
He's similar to Cantona in the way that he's a great guy and not a knobhead. Great guy. <laughs> I'm into tennis, so that was really big. Federer, who... I don't know if he's the best ever, but I, he's, I uh, he's he probably is. is. I think he's, yeah. You're into tennis, aren't you? Ish. He does I'm the not, single yeah. and backhand, man. See, you can't, not, you can't yeah, do yeah, a double like, and backhand and be the best player yeah. ever. Right, fucking, I don't, I don't know. know. I, it, I just want to say, though, can I just say, mm. I, I almost let it slip under the radar. The, 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 the sentence that you said earlier about I don't know when Maradona will ever be five five miles from the gaff again. Mm. Was fucking meant. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. <laughs> and he's not. He's never going to be there no, again, is he? So it's such a great point. Right right. unless, you know I mean? unless you move to Argentina. Yeah. And you sort of live near. Where and which he is. isn't happening. Yeah. But <laughs> I've, I've got. I've already told my missus if Zidane's in town, that's that's me fucking next one. But not not on the Maradona level, but. I'd go out my way just to fucking Zidane, meet him. Yeah, that's that's elite, but, isn't it? Yeah. It's that rarity as well that adds to it, isn't it? Because yeah. not only is like one of the goats, it's someone who's, you know, you're never gonna see again. No, like no. you're saying, yeah. and like if you're near our house, you fucking get him, you know, like with I, all I'm of them, like Cantona, Maradona, Fergie, they're not people that are in the public eye all the time. They're no. not they're not like pundits. No, they're exactly. Not, that's, not like, that's that's true. Yeah. They're not they're not there like Gary Neville's at a game every week, whatever. Yeah, These he's, people he's are about just in a, they, human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Elite people who, if they come near you, you've got to go and try and meet them. Yeah. yeah. Um, Manchester Maverick says saw Kerry Katona at Terminal Two once. So, you know, lot, that's lot of celebrity that, sightings. That's meant that. Yeah. She was the face of Iceland for a while, wasn't she? Yeah. And then it was Peter Andre. No, I was thinking. Oh, I can't say his name anymore. Uh, anyway, don't <laughs> let... <laughs> I don't want to know. Move on. I was thinking of an Icelandic football player whose name really shouldn't be mentioned. You know the one. Um, ah, yes. Of is course. that all from us on that note? Yeah, that is it, everything. Go and check out. I'm going to do another. In fact, you're going to do another plug here. Go on, Jim. No, See your camera. Can we have Jim's single? Yeah, there the you go. album's out 24 February. There's a tune yeah. out called Knowledge, Freedom, Power. Now, go and check it out. If you like it, great. If you don't, fair enough as well. Cheers. You've got a thank you there that you're going to yeah, read. Thank you very much to Surfshark VPN. Make sure you check out the link in the description. Use the code PADDOCK for... This is just obscene 85% off and three months for free and there's a 30 day money back guarantee basically they're paying you to have it so you might as well try it out link in the description Black Friday tackle that yeah exactly Um, also we are going to be in Dublin on the 30th of December me Joe Adam McCullough, Stephen Allison, and Brian McClare, a bona fide Manchester United legend. First ever live event at Stretford Paddock. Come down or fly over if you can get over there to Dublin on the 30th. There's a link in the chat and in the description. Come and join us. We're going to have a right laugh. It'll be mint. Also, don't forget as well, check out Slow Readers. Check out as well paddockmerch.com. We've got some good merch on there. Jim, it's always a pleasure, bro. No, cheers. Thank you very much. Flown back. An hour. An hour. Honestly, um, we're back on. We're back tomorrow. We've got an academy review uh, talking about Alejandro Ganacho, and also we'll have the news on Sunday as well. I think Mac is having the news on Sunday, so make sure you are subscribing to the channel. I've been Jay. That's been Jim. That's been Joe. This has been the Brew. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.